You're listening to The Mumbrella Cast. The Mumbrella Cast. Welcome to this Mumbrella Cast special. I'm Damien Francis, and in this interview, I'm chatting with VaynerMedia's first employee on the ground in Australia, Amy Bradshaw. Originally a local, Bradshaw joined VaynerMedia in 2017 in its New York office before moving to London. Founder Gary Vaynerchuk has long talked about having an office in Australia, and when Bradshaw decided to return home, it was an ideal opportunity for the business to make good on that goal. With a character as big as Gary V behind the agency, and a market that is both crowded and quick-moving, Bradshaw admits there is a lot of expectation and a bit of pressure as well. But unsurprisingly, she is sure VaynerMedia can make its mark in Australia by staying true to how the global business operates and what it stands for. Bradshaw is the business director for VaynerMedia, based in Sydney, and spoke with me about launching in Australia, how she will build the business, the relationship with the global operation, and more. She joins me now. Amy Bradshaw, business director at VaynerMedia. Welcome to the Mumbrella Cast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. I guess the best place to start, the most obvious place to start, would be the basic question. VaynerMedia now operating in Australia. Is this correct? Yeah, correct. Just kicked off this year, actually. Awesome. And how did that come about? What, uh, what led to this and, and why is it happening? Yeah, well, we opened VaynerMedia Singapore actually this time two years ago, um, which was designed to service the wider APAC region. And over the last two years, they've just seen incredible growth. There's over 135 staff there now, um, not only in Singapore, but we've got people in Thailand, Japan, South Korea, and servicing clients like Google, YouTube, Disney+, SK2, Volvo. And I think just the expansion of um, the region and, and the growth there uh, with regional clients also looking to do work into Australia and some of our global clients looking for expansion into Australia. And then to be honest, timed with my personal journey back to Australia, I had a daughter last year, chatted to Gary about my ambitions to be closer to home. And it was just kind of serendipitous that APAC had just seen this growth. And then my transition back to Australia just made sense that maybe we should start having some boots on the ground here. Congratulations on the birth of your daughter and of course on returning to Australia and starting uh a rather well-known uh, agency footprint over here as well. That's a lot going on for you in 2021. <laughs> what, um, <laughs> what, what have you gotten yourself into? But uh, let's talk a bit about your your background because you've been at VaynerMedia since the 2017, if I'm correct, uh, New York and London uh, and a little bit of time uh, in APAC as well, Singapore, if, if I'm not mistaken. But um no, the plan was to go to Singapore, but sure. COVID got in the way of that. But yeah, I've been with Vayner for about four years now. Um, I started over in New York. And to be honest, I didn't know too much of about them when I was in New York. I was actually working at another agency. We were working on a, uh, we were actually working on Pepsi together. I uh, came across Vayner and there was a little bit of discussion around me coming across and I kind of yeah, kept them at arm's length for a little bit. And then I had coffee with Gary one morning. I think they thought, let's bring out the big guns and see if we can hook her. And, you know, after that meeting, I, I remember calling my mum actually and just said, I think I'll follow this guy anywhere. It was just a really refreshing chat after what I was kind of looking for in the industry. I was a little bit uh, disheartened around the lack of accountability with many agencies because you really only owned 
a certain piece of the pie and I was looking for someone that could be held accountable from developing the strategy through to the creative to the media and sort of the measurement of it all and you know the the discussion with Gary focused around what many people don't really know is that you know Vayner was built to service brands that he ultimately owns or acquires um, you know he's done that with Empathy Wines which he sold to Constellation Brands um, and then the difference there is we're really trying to build this engine that's designed to build brands and drive real business outcomes. And after that discussion, I just thought, you know, this, this agency is going somewhere. They have a really authentic purpose. Um, and I just really believed in the mission of Gary and I still do. Um, and I think a credit to him as well. He stayed true to his word that even in that very first discussion, we spoke about his ambitions for global growth and that Australia could be an option one day and you know it's only four years later and he's held true to that and he definitely gives trust up front until you sort of break that trust it's not trust is earned it's trust is given um yeah and four years later he's given me this opportunity to expand us into this market so definitely forever indebted to him and and, and still believe in in the mission that he spoke to me about that first that first coffee meeting yeah, I guess we've heard a lot over time about VaynerMedia potentially coming to Australia. It's sort of, I guess, been a bit of an open secret. It's been talked about uh, by Gary himself as well, uh, quite openly. And it's finally happening now. Uh, how long did it take to really decide, okay, now is the time to do it? And, and Amy, you're the one to to be doing this. Yeah, I mean, we'd, we'd had discussions probably in 2019 just when he was when I was working in London around you know longer term career ambitions for me and ultimately I would love to end back in Australia but to be honest the the real turning point came last year halfway through the year when I was on maternity leave and you know the only person in my family that met my mum she was only there for four days in London before Australia was threatening to shut their borders and I had a conversation with Gary around you know wanting to be closer to home and that kind of reignited the conversation we'd had before. Asia was then booming. We had a conversation around, you know, what does that look like for the APAC region to expand into Australia? They'd already been doing work with clients here. So, you know, as I said before, it was quite serendipitous. Australia was definitely always on the map for Gary. He has a lot of affinity for here. He has been out here, and I think, you know, for the last 12 years, every year, he, he started coming out here with his wine business and has since come out here. Um, you know, uh, speaking and, and doing a little bit of sort of business development for Asia Pack into here. So definitely always on the radar, you know, it's probably earlier to be honest than what was planned pre-COVID and everything else. But, you know, uh, nobody expected uh, Singapore and APAC to grow as fast as they have either. Um, so that's, that's the benefit of, as well of working for an independent agency um, with sort of a entrepreneurial founder like Gary, decisions get made very, very quickly. Um, there's not a whole lot of red tape or bureaucracy and, you know, he's ultimately the one who decides and, and that means a decision can be made on, you know, this was a five minute phone call, to be honest, um, very, very quickly. And then, you know, you go back and tell your family that your life has changed, you're moving from London, hey, we're heading back to Australia. <laughs> wow. So five minute phone call and there's a big opportunity now for VaynerMedia and, and for yourself. Uh, the landscape in Australia, of course, is fascinating at the moment. We saw during COVID and uh, I guess whatever this area now you call, whether it's pre uh, post-COVID or, or slightly po or almost post-COVID, but we've seen uh, some big names, uh, startup agencies in the Australian market. 
uh, Howitson and White, the Ryan Cap agencies, Conrad Spilver and Shadow Boxer, and you know some very smart people doing some very interesting things. How do you feel about the environment at the moment in the Australian landscape and what makes Vayner Media different? Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting few months getting back into the market here after being in New York and, and London and working with you know, clients across Europe. But I think, you know, there's definitely a whole lot of amazing talent down here. Um, but it has been interesting talking to clients. And I think there's been some sort of... Uh, some trends that we're seeing in conversations, a little bit of frustration around, you know, the lack of integration between creative and media. I think that's been sort of a consistent theme we've been hearing with clients. Um, and, uh, you know, a lack of understanding how marketing efforts are really driving real business results. So that's kind of a great conversation for us to have. And, you know, we have built, because again, we're only 11 years old, uh, we're independently owned, we don't have legacy infrastructures or, processes or ways of working, you know, we are able to build an agency around what we're seeing the market needs, um, not only from a client standpoint, but consumers and platforms as well. Um, and that disconnect between, you know, what media is aiming to achieve versus creative, we knew very early on that you had to integrate those two teams under one roof to have an effective marketing agency for today's landscape. So I think, you know, that's what makes us different, even though, you know, a lot of agencies claim maybe this integration and, and maybe some of the holding companies have have merged those companies together. I think, you know, we've worked really hard as an agency, even with those teams under one roof to make sure that integration is happening on that daily level, um, even in the project level. So I think that's what makes us different is, you know, we've been doing this for quite a few years now with the integration of these two teams um, and our, our process and our ways of working and our philosophy, which I'll probably get into in a little bit, means that you have to have these teams working in lockstep day in, day out, hourly. Um, otherwise you're not able to operate at speed and jump on trends um, and, and put out the volume of content and learn and iterate and, and build on what's working. Um, it just doesn't happen when these two teams are separated. So I think that's what we're, we're hearing from clients, a little bit of frustration for that disconnect. It slows down the process and makes projects more costly. Um, and then it's really hard to evaluate success when you have, you know, two different agencies maybe pointing their finger at each other around, you know, the creative didn't work or no, it was the media plan. Um, it's very hard to point a figure to anyone else beside yourself when you have both those disciplines under one roof. So I guess following on from that, if I was going to ask what services uh, is VaynerMedia going to uh, launch in Australia straight up? I think you've kind of answered that in terms of, you know, VaynerMedia is billed as full service in other markets. I'm guessing you're going to straight away bill it as full service in Australia as well. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, uh, we've learned that creative and media working in tandem is when we're at our best as an agency. So we'll definitely be launching as a full service offering strategy, creative media production all under one roof for sure. And uh, in terms of the growth uh, of the business in line with that. Obviously, you mentioned uh, APAC grew insanely quickly. Um, there's a bit of pressure as well in terms of the name of the, the agency as well and having Gary up there as you know the, the face of, of the agency. Uh, what's your, I guess, short to medium term plan or hopes in, in terms of building VaynerMedia here? I think like in the short term, it's just getting our new teams onboarded and our, our clients onboarded to Vayner and who we are. We are, you know, we do operate in a different way. 
um, we do demand different things from the people that we hire. So making sure that they really understand that Vayner is a different type of agency uh, and this is the way that we work. That's sort of like the very first thing we need to do, make sure everyone understands who we are. And we spend a lot of time with clients upfront because we do move at pace when we're into a project. The understanding that you know, these are the rules of play that both we as an agency and you as a client are agreeing to. Um, and that just allows us to move faster through the project and have a lot of trust in what we're doing. So it's really just establishing those foundations to begin with and sort of the longer sort of medium to longer term are really establishing ourselves as a key player in this space. Um, you know, a medium term, medium term, maybe two years because APAC's really done that very, very well in such a short amount of time. You know, to get there where we're working both with regional and global clients that are looking to expand their presence into Australia and hopefully we can announce some of those, those clients soon, as well as pure locally led clients uh, working with us as well. So kind of a twofold strategy, let's leverage our regional and global relationships, but build standalone offerings here as well. And we've had really, really positive discussions with a lot of quite established and well-known brands here. And we'll be working with a few of them uh, kicking off in the next couple of months. So I'm, I'm super excited to announce some of those as well. Fantastic. And the people listening to this can probably hear that I'm recording from home because uh, my two-year-old's in the background making <laughs> rather strange noises, but we'll try and overcome that. <laughs> um, I wanted to go back to something you mentioned before, Amy, in terms of uh, the uh, lack of integration um, that uh, some brands were, were struggling with, uh, as well as uh, the, the lack of transparency that you touched on uh, before. Uh, first part of the question in, in terms of those two things is the Australian market. Mm-hmm. How big a problem is this in Australia? And, and is it that far off what you saw in, in the US and the UK? I think uh, we're, to be honest, a few years behind the integration that I was seeing over in the US and in the UK. Um, I think definitely in the US, it's uh, there's bigger budgets, there's more pie to choose from. Um, but we've done a really good job as an agency to convert clients from maybe we were working as a standalone media partner or, or a creative partner. And through that process have have really taken over a sort of agency of record. And we did that successfully in London with quite a few of our clients there. Um, and I think the conversation was a lot easier in those markets. Um, there are long existing relationships here between brands and agencies. Um, so there's not, a, I don't think there's as much turnover of the client relationships that we maybe see overseas. Um, but there's definitely an appetite for it from the conversations we've had, I think, People, they know they need to do things differently. It's, it's maybe just having that partner that can show them how to do it properly and sort of hold their hand through the process. Um, and we've got, you know, the receipts to show that it, it works. We've, you know, built a lot of brands up and have true business results to show how the integration changes their business results. So, you know, I feel really confident, you know, having this conversation that we have the backing behind us of these results and case studies to prove that, you know, it's, it's not just words, but the actual results. Yeah, and speaking of integration, how integrated is VaynerMedia Australia going to be with with APAC or indeed, you know, the UK and and US? Are you going to sort of go it alone or will there be some quite close uh, synergies and teamwork? 
Yeah, we collaborate really closely. We will sit within the APAC ecosystem. So VaynerMedia Australia will still report into headquarters into Singapore. Um, we'll still leverage staff there as well. I think it would be remiss for us to try and do everything ourselves here when we have the expertise and existing talent in APEC as well. But I also think it's important to have people on the ground here that truly live and breathe the market day in, day out. You know, culture and understanding culture and trends and what's going on is a big part of our philosophy. Uh, so having the local talent um, that definitely understand the Aussie consumer and the platforms and how we use them is really, really important. So it's going to be a bit of a mix between locally, locally grown staff, leveraging APAC, and me working uh, in our New York office in London as well. I still tap very much into those ecosystems as well, both from just personally know a lot of people there. And I know the benefit of, of getting outside point of views and seeing best practices and the latest work and what's going on. And again, being an independent agency owned by a very uh, clear-minded CEO on what he wants and the direction he's wanting to go, I want to make sure that we're forever tapping back into that. So we're trying, staying true to, to what VaynerMedia is trying to achieve and where we're going. So let's kind of bring it back to the, the basics of business building now and just the, you know, the step one, two and three, I guess. Uh, are you going to be opening an actual office space uh, soon? And where would that be based if you are? Yeah, I think we want to just have a better understanding of the scale of these new clients that we're bringing on and what that means for our staff structures. But definitely having an office space, you know, as I said, the integration of our teams and collaboration is important, is important and the face-to-face -face is a big part of that. Um, definitely want to stay true to the flexibility that we've seen work over the last year or so. Um, but having an office space and based in Sydney as well, but that doesn't mean that I won't be looking at talent in other states um, because I think, you know, we may have an amazing creator that's based in Melbourne and just because they're based in Melbourne doesn't mean that we can't bring them into the fold. I think COVID, that's something that COVID has shown is that while it's great to have everybody in the same place and collaborating in person, it's more than possible to do that remotely as well. So definitely open for that as well. Uh, we've been following the talent trend quite a bit at the moment, Amy, and we've seen two relatively uh, important trends, one of which is uh, a lot of high profile people in the industry coming back to Australia to take up roles that were already organized or they're coming back in a consultative um, area and seeing what happens. Uh, but we've also seen a, a challenge in the junior to midweight talent level where there's a lack of talent available. And of course, immigration has stopped in Australia at the moment. Um, and there's a lot of agencies looking uh, to fill spots and they just can't find the, the right people right now. How are you dealing with that, with the growth of VaynerMedia in Australia? Yeah, and that's definitely something, speaking to a lot of my friends in the industry as well, that they're struggling with, you know, struggling to bring new people in the doors and their existing teams are overworked and getting a little burnt out. So it's something I'm conscious of, but we are lucky that I do have you know, the 135 plus APAC crew to tap into as well and, and build them into sort of our mix. So I do have the backing of that. I think also at Vayner, we tend to look at talent maybe outside of the box of maybe other agencies. Um, you know, for instance, we think of people on TikTok. There's people on there that are, are brilliant creators and that may be overlooked from a typical 
or traditional hiring standpoint. So we, we tend to look at you know, also what's going on in the platforms, what's going on in the publishing space um, and seeing how we can and transfer some of those skills into the agency as well. So looking a little bit outside the box is, is another strategy that we're, that we're taking. And talking about the business and obviously what drives that clients, um, are there any clients you're working with at the moment or are you uh, sort of exploring different relationships right now? Yeah, we're, we're in a lot of conversations with different clients at the moment, some confirmed and just going through the process of getting them onboarded and ready to start. Um, we are working with some APAC clients as well who are working into the Australian market. So I think in the next four to eight weeks, we can start to kick off some of those relationships and get the work into market. Um, so super excited to be able to announce that because we've kind of been flying under the radar till then. We're, we're conscious of not going out with a bit of hot air and saying, VaynerMedia's launched, we're here. We really want to have the clients and the work and market and, and let that speak for itself. So a few announcements uh, that we'll hopefully see on Umbrella soon then. Yeah, give you guys the exclusive. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, in terms of the, the market at the moment, we've also been seeing a lot of pitches, a lot of client movement between agencies recently and, and some brands that we didn't expect would be making those moves. Does VaynerMedia get involved in pitches? Uh, how does that work or how are you seeing that work for, for VaynerMedia locally? Yeah, to be honest, historically, uh, especially in New York and London, we haven't really engaged in, in the pitch process. Um, New York, I think, because we came in very hot with a different point of view, there was a lot of interest and intrigue. And obviously, that's Gary's home turf. And as a, a personality there, there's a lot of intrigue. Um, so a lot of that is inbound and even in London, to be honest, there was a lot of inbound work, um, but it's more the job of growing those client relationships and um, expanding from there. In Singapore, um, a little bit more pitch work, but again, to be honest, a lot of organic and inbound work. It'll be interesting to see how that goes here. We, we don't have Gary on the ground here as our spokesperson day in, day out, bringing in that business. So definitely open to to that pitch process but you know we are lucky that we do have global relationships and APAC relationships and I think you know the way we see it is the work speaks for itself you also the issue with pitches for Vayner as well to be honest is we often clients don't realize that what they want is what they're what we're selling there might be a, a bit of a disconnect between what they're putting out in terms of the pitch and what they're looking for and what we really think they need um, so there is a certain type of client that we need to, to work with. Um, and, and that doesn't mean verticals or industries. We work across or, you know, all of them, to be honest, from telco, entertainment, retail, FMCG, all of them. But it's more about the mindset of the client. Uh, are they willing to do things differently? Are they willing to let us control creative and media? Are they kind of willing to change their processes to, to operate a little bit more speed, put more content out into the world? Um, so it's a different way of working. So sometimes we look at a pitch and we just think, you know, we're not going to be able to change this client's point of view. We'd rather go out, go after a client who's who's ready to to take us on and be a partner of ours. And I guess we've seen a a number of large profile agencies as well start up uh, in Australia with big global names. Uh, whether that's 72 and Sunny or Droga 5 and 
all of them to, to varying degrees of success. Some of them very, very successful and, and others um, have struggled. Uh, you know, obviously Droga 5 has been one of the, the biggest struggle stories in Australia. How do you ensure that VaynerMedia becomes one of the success stories rather than one of those stories of struggle in a different market? I think it comes down to sort of removing subjectivity from the process. You know, when you get into this game of coming into a market and and selling ideas, you know, what is that based on? Is it based on someone's belief that you have the best idea? Uh, Whereas us at Vayner, we believe that, you know, we have to remove subjectivity from the process. It's about not that one big idea that can power your brand through many months across multiple platforms, but it's about thinking about creating far more context for the for your audience and far more context for the platforms that they're on and putting a volume of content out into the world, seeing what's working, iterating and building upon that. And, and the result of that is you learn um, and you iterate, as I said, and you, you work towards driving business results. So I think the difference there is we're not selling ideas, we're selling business results. And as long as you do that, then the work should come and it should continue to come from the clients you work for and it should continue to come in from clients that actually want to change their business and drive those results. So I think maybe that's our point of difference. You know, it's, we've always been pretty black and white about that with a client. Uh, you know, this is the way we work. This is how we think that we're going to be able to drive your business results. If, if that's not the way you want to work with us, well, then maybe that's, we're not the right partner for you. But I think staying true to that and about driving those results is going to be how we're successful. Now, it wouldn't be uh, an interview with VaynerMedia without asking something about Gary V. Yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, what, what's he like to work with and how involved will he be in the Australian business? Uh, he's incredible to work with, to be honest. I think from the outside, you think because he has so much going on that he he's maybe not as hands-on with his staff or the work, um, where he's incredibly in tune with what's going on. Um, I'm still amazed at how he manages to juggle what he does, but, you know, he's a text away, a phone call away, always able to tap in, incredibly empathetic uh, to his employees, very, very true to his word, as I kind of talked about earlier. So as a boss, I really can't speak highly enough. You know, culture is super important to him. That's why he hired Claude as our chief heart officer. Um, It's something that's you know, pushed down to, from the top that you know, we used to be called uh, the honey empire. It wasn't about building money. It was about building a really nice place to work. Um, and that's super important to him. Yeah. And in terms of how involved he'll be here, very involved. It's, as I said, it's kind of a market close to his heart as well. Um, and it's a, it's a new, uh, a new market for us to expand into. And, and he's a competitive guy. He wants to win. Um, so he definitely wants to make sure wherever we open our business success. So it's not, hey, Amy, go open this and, you know, good luck, report back to me in six months. There's, there's definitely check-ins every week, how we're going, how can I support, where do you need me? Um, so I feel, feel very supported both from, you know, Avery, our GM in, in APAC, as well as Gary and the team over in New York. Fantastic. And just to finish off then, if we were to have a conversation this time next year, mm-hmm. what, uh, I, I guess, what sort of business would we be talking about at, at that stage? I think we'd have, you know, a real mix of clients and great work to show and, and, and hopefully clients that we've maintained from the get-go that have not only 
used just for one project or sort of one project um, product, but have grown into sort of full scale relationships where the, with them, where we're handling, you know, AOR type relationships, creative and media, um, a big team here in Australia. So I think um, I'm super excited to see where we go. I have a lot of faith that we're going to be successful and um, we're going to be a big player in this market. Well, Amy Bradshaw from Vayner Media, thank you so much for the time. And I hope in a year's time, I am having that conversation with you and discussing the, the next phase of growth. Awesome. Thank you for the chat. That concludes our interview with VaynerMedia's Amy Bradshaw. Certainly a business that we will be watching closely in the future as it looks to emulate the success of the APAC and global operations. Don't forget, download the next regular Mumbrella cast episode, which will drop on Thursday evening. I'm Damien Francis. Thanks for listening. Thank you.